You're listening to Rocket Night. Hey there, this is Tampa Earl for RocketNight.com, our podcast. I've got a great opportunity this week to turn you guys on to a new band that really has impressed me uh, very much. Uh, They come out of Nashville, Tennessee. They're known as Backhand Blue. And we've got the entire band here with us. Uh, the 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 vocalist. Well, I'll let them introduce you. Uh, Macy, why don't you get us started? Hi, my name is Macy, and I'm the vocalist of Backhand Blue. Um, I'm Eli. I'm the guitarist for Backhand Blue. I'm Sasha, and I'm the bassist of Backhand Blue. My name's Curtis Moss. I'm the drummer of Backhand Blue. Now, now you guys have picked up a sound uh, that. Yeah, I don't know whether it's become really more prevalent here in, in, in this decade, but it seems like the female-fronted band has really become a staple of hard rock uh of hard rock uh overall. Is this something that you guys have seen? I mean, you've you've seen it there, uh, maybe with one of your Nashville brethren in Hailstorm, you know, with Lizzie Hale and company. This is something that uh, is that something that you've noticed is, is is becoming more prevalent? Yeah, I think that's we've definitely noticed that, um, especially with like the whole Paramore sound and everything like that, because they're from Franklin, Tennessee as well, I believe. Mm-hmm. It, it really is something that uh, is it has become big. But I know that uh, Macy, you you had a a little bit of a history as a, a singles artist, and then you you found these riffraff to back you up. <laughs> um, how'd that come about we are um eli curtis and i we all went to this music foundation called the o'keefe music foundation that takes kids under the age of 18 from all over america and brings them together to record music videos and eli and i actually met at one of those record at one of those video sessions and so we just started writing music together. And at the time he lived in Iowa and I lived in Ohio. So he would write a track, send it to me and I would put vocals over it. I'd send it back to him. And it was just a back and forth process until we finally found something we agreed on. And fast forward, what, two years after that, we both moved to Nashville. Uh, we met Sasha and then Curtis moved to Nashville and it was kind of just like stars aligned. And here we are. Yeah, yeah Kurt, Curtis was a part of that program too, and I met Curtis uh, before I met Macy, and we we had done a couple things before in the past, uh, but it was it was never really like we were going to like write music together, or do anything like that. It wasn't until I met Macy when we kind of started to see the vision of it all come together. Interesting. Now you guys do have uh, uh, an EP of music out, and that's something that I really wanted to focus on. It is the dark side now i i first of all don't be blown away by the album title they are a little bit on the harder edge 
but there's there's a musicality, a, a, a melody to what you guys are doing that that I find that some bands really forget to 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 bring to the equation. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Sure. It's definitely something that we sure. we really try and focus on when we're writing. Like uh, at the end of the day, like I, I'm big into like some really heavy bands. Like I like a lot of death metal. I love a lot of like classic metalcore, new metalcore, and stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm I'm here because I want to write songs that are going to connect with people. And I I, I think right. Macy feels the same no, way. I think I when we were writing it, we wanted to write stuff that we we could really connect with people on, and yeah. uh, that's kind of where we were like focusing on all of our attention at when we were writing it. Well, now who are who are some of the influences that you say? Yeah, we that I, I I like them. That's who I want to be or who I want to kind of emulate. Uh, mm -hmm. as far as the the sound that backhand blue is going to bring us there's a lot um there is a lot i would say our sound is most like the band's Beartooth mixed with paramore yeah kind of uh but no, there's on, there's uh, a visual for you if you want <laughs> yeah. to come up with it <laughs> yeah yeah uh going along with the melodic route i am a big adele fan so i do listen to a lot of her stuff and i've always been a foo fighters fan as well so well, how can you go wrong with the Foo Fighters? Now, uh, the, the, the first song uh, from the EP, or at least the one that uh, has brought me to my attention, was was Zodiac Sign. Uh, mm -hmm. That was the one who got uh, got some attention from the from, you know, like Sirius XM and some of those guys. Uh, how did that song come about? Well, uh, yeah, this one. I Tasty story. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> When I first moved to Nashville, I uh, was in college. It was my first year. And it's kind of about the struggles I faced, but mainly dealing with like meeting people. Co COVID had just hit and it was like you couldn't really meet a ton of people. But the people I ran into were really adamant on their Zodiac sign. <laughs> and I just remember they were like they could like list off a whole bunch of things and I didn't understand a lot of it, but I was like, oh, it's cool. It's cool if you like to look that stuff up. Sometimes I look up like I'm a Pisces or whatever, but it was to the point where they were like, oh, well, we can't be friends because you're a Pisces or whatever. And I just didn't really understand it. So that's mainly what that song's about. Okay, well, let's take a listen to it here. Uh, this is Backhand Blue uh, from their EP, The Dark Side. It is Zodiac Sign. Right now? <laughs> Should I? Should I really? Go for it? Alright. Hello? Yeah!
We're back here with Backhand Blue, uh, listening to some tracks off their EP, The Dark Side. Now, we have all, the whole band here together, but through the miracles of modern technology, uh, Curtis is actually doing a little bit of traveling away from the other members of the band. Curtis, I understand you're in Serbia? Uh, yeah, I spent a week here in Serbia. Actually, today is my first of three days in Hungary, which is just north of uh, Serbia. I spent a three days in Budapest. Um, backstory is um, I quit my first job out of college that I had for nine months. Um, I'll be starting a virtual job soon back in the States. Um, pretty much doing the same thing, but different company um, and 100% virtual. Um, and I have an uncle with no wife and no kids who's just retired out in Serbia and he chills with other American expats and he just invited me to come out and stay and, uh, I'm just doing a weekend trip on my own. Um, it's a little bit interesting. Um, visited him in uh, Portugal one time before, but, uh, yeah, it's pretty nice. lonely. Out. Yeah, I can imagine. It's, it's, it's one of those things cause I know myself. Uh, and I don't know how much opportunity you've gotten to look around there at all, but you can really get in with some decent hard rock bands over there in Europe. There's some really good artists that are coming so, out of the, the Scandinavian countries and Germany and some other areas there in Europe. I, I don't know if you've had much of a chance to check them out yet. Yeah. Um, there was nothing really in Serbia, but I was looking on, um, like Reddit today on different kind of metal and rock venues in Hungary that I could go check out. Eli actually has some friends in a Hungarian band called Ectomorph, um, who Eli has a story about that, but he helped uh, Ectomorph out when they came to America. Um, so another Hungarian band, but yeah, just chilling over here. I'll be coming back March 4th um, and start work March 6th, but uh I, I, and I'm sure that your bandmates will be waiting for you with bated breath because that's something else I wanted to ask you guys about. This is the beginning of a new year. We finally have gotten some of those COVID things out of the way. You know, are you guys going to get back out and 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 entertain the masses? Have you got plans to do that? Yeah, Heck yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We uh, we definitely have, we have a lot of stuff in the works. Um, we have about a week run. Uh, uh, shows uh, like at the end of April that we're working on right now. Uh, some of them are like kind of in the process of getting confirmed. Uh, but we also have a whole bunch of stuff coming up uh, at the end of June slash July yeah. that we're working on. So two festivals, right? Mm -hmm. What festivals? What festivals? Can you tell us what we're what we're looking for here? So we they can... haven't been announced yet. So I don't. I can say the first yeah. one. The first one is Final Friday in Portsmouth, Ohio. That's okay. We got something there. Final Friday in Portsmouth. All right. That's cool. I mean, because I know, especially for young bands that are that are trying to make their name, the festivals are probably the easiest way to, to get the recognition without a lot of risk. I mean, 100%. you know, that's a, that's a heavy thing for these, for you young bands out there is to take on you know the, the 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 travel and the the equip moving the equipment and everything like that. I mean, that, especially when you you don't have a label to fall back on. You know, you're having to pay for all this stuff yourself. Yeah, it's 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 not easy. It's definitely like even I mean, me and Macy both have separate solo projects for most of our lives. I mean, we're we're young. I'd say for 
since we were pretty much kids, we've had solo projects of our own. And it's like you, you learn real fast when you have a band, how much more complicated things are like financially, like now you're relying on four people to make decisions. And you're also like, okay, well now four people, you know, like, like we're, we're trying to hit the road more. You, you need more space to travel. Like now you kind of need a van. Yep. Like, like when we're solo projects, <laughs> we could just hop in a sedan and just go. Right. Uh, I mean, it was no yeah. big deal, but now it's like, yeah, van expenses. I mean, it's, 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 it's not, it's not as easy as, 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 as we were thinking it was going to be, but I mean, we're no. so excited for the future. I mean, it's also like super exciting. Yeah. We're definitely working on the van right now. Cause when we <laughs> traveled up to Wisconsin to open up for a sleep token and nothing more, we hopped in my SUV and we had one of those shells on top. Mm-hmm. And it kind of looked like a family of four going up the highway. <laughs> we made it work. And we made it work. We pulled in next to their two large tour buses and we're like, ah. Oh. What, what, we, what we're striving for. Yes. Yeah. So you've had the chance to play with Sleep Token. Are, are those guys as impressive as they sound? I mean, because, you know, all we've heard from them is, uh, you know, like the summoning and a couple of other tracks. I mean, yeah. they're they're very intriguing. Uh, we well, love Sleep yeah, Token. Those, those guys, <laughs> those guys are absolutely incredible. I think it's like the coolest thing that they're doing for the culture is it's just like they're crossing over so many different influences. Like yes. they're doing like the R and B thing for like mm-hmm. the very end of the Sleep Token thing that's like blowing up on TikTok, and then they're just like going like straight like the heaviest breakdown you'll hear in your entire life. And I think like the same can be said for us too, like how we are taking like different, like you said, like a more melodic aspect while also maintaining some heaviness in there as well. And I, I think they they are so cool. Yeah. They're, they're true artists. I mean, like you listen to their stuff and it's like, God, these guys are literally artists. Like this is what, I mean, I, it, especially seeing them live, it's mm-hmm. it's one it was one of the most incredible things I've ever seen. And they had almost none of their UK production there. I mean, it was just bare bones. It was just the band playing the songs. Wow! You know? <laughs> and it was like, it was one of the greatest shows I've ever seen. One hundred percent. Yeah. I, I one of the things that really impressed me about Sleep Token is that they can almost be kind of a prog rock sound, mm-hmm. and then get into something that just crunches your bones to dust. Okay. It really is a juxtaposition that you, you don't hear in music nowadays. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. One uh, one more question for you guys, and and, and we're going to get back more into some of the, the, the dark side material. What have you got coming in the future? Are you, are you getting in the studio doing some things? I know Curtis is going to have to get back from Serbia, but <laughs> you know, you, are Come you on, got Curtis. some new material that uh, we might nope. be able to get before the end of the year? Yes, we um we are currently in pre-pro for the next album. Uh, we just tracked two uh two songs uh with with Curtis on drums, and we have two songs that are like pretty much finished and ready to go right now. Those will get released uh very soon. Uh, but we have a full album coming out probably sometime later this year, end of summer, early fall, somewhere in that range. Yeah. And that'll and be 10 completely new songs. That's what I was going to ask cuz the one thing that uh, I know a lot of you guys are doing and I, and hey I don't uh, I love albums but at the same time I don't begrudge you you know keeping your name out there with single releases you know that seems to be the way a lot of bands are going nowadays and it keeps your name up there on on the top of the yes. list 
Well, I don't begrudge that, but I love albums. And that's why I always try to make sure that I find out when you guys are, are doing new stuff. So I'm, I, it's going to be good to, you know, to know that that's going to be a completely, uh, a new record, uh, yeah. outside of, uh, what you've done on the dark side. Yeah. I mean, sure. there's, I've never been one to like, like go back and put like the same songs on and make it like a full length record. That's just never been me. I'm, mm -hmm. I've always been somebody who's like, that was what we did two years ago. It sounds good, but we're such a different sound now. Like we're just going to do 10 new songs that sound completely different. And, you know, and we'll, we'll do like four of them, maybe as singles, maybe, but like, I'm such an, I'm, I'm like, I'm a young person, but I think I can speak for all of us. We're kind of old souls at heart. Like there's nothing better than like holding a CD, opening up the CD, like reading the inside of the book and like, like all the, and like for me, it's almost like, I don't, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but it's like my favorite thing ever. Yeah, I will, no, I will never, I will never not want to create full albums. Like yeah. singles are cool, but there's just something about like putting in the album and going from track one to track 10 and then just starting it over. And it's just, it's like, it's, it becomes one big piece of art rather than five or six individual songs. Yeah. You brought up, you brought up an interesting point there too, as far as, you know, something that you recorded two years ago may not be the direction you want to go now. So I'm a perfectionist. So if I sang something <laughs> two years ago and I hear it two years later, I'm going to have to re-record it no matter what. We're lucky because Eli does all the audio engineering production on all of our music so and that's a real yeah. talent to be able to 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 mix your own stuff you know rather than calling in somebody else to do it yeah, yeah. We're, we're super gracious with the tools we have now i mean it's something you couldn't you couldn't do back in the day now we're in we're in a world where you can create your own record from a laptop and like and you you can we have access now so like you don't need a team of people to make a record sound good you can do it in-house and you can make quality products mm -hmm. at you know just by yourselves and i think that makes it more creative as well yeah. yeah with this new album coming up i'm really excited because i feel like we've been playing more together as a band and i know sasha just laid down some bass tracks and curtis got to lay down some drums as well and just hearing it all come together after we've been playing as a band for a while i'm really excited about the new sound yeah. and and once again as as you guys you know, become more of a unit, it's definitely going to improve the sound of the band. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Well, let's get into one of those uh, other tracks. How about the title track uh, from uh, the EP? Uh, this is uh, The Dark Side, and we've been talking to uh, the band Backhand Blue once again, um, Macy and Eli and Sasha and Curtis. Uh, God, we we thank you for taking a few moments with us and telling us about the EP and what you guys got coming in the future. Yeah, yeah. Of thanks course. for having thanks us. For having thank us. you.
You're listening to Rock at Night. The introductory song "Get On Down" is from blues artist Billy Billy Bass Alford. Look for his music at ReverbNation.com.